What's up? We are we're back. We haven't been we haven't done like an actual podcast um, in at least two weeks. We've had you know a couple our our guests podcast on. Um, so this is our first one back uh, after our Eastgate Con uh, like recap episode. And it's our first time doing one in the morning. So yeah, I feel like this is like a month long hangover that's finally over. Yeah, like, it feels like it's like five a.m. Yeah, I'm doing this podcast. I am exhausted, and you maybe you can hear it in our voice. Yeah. Uh, so for that, I apologize. But uh, anyways, welcome to eSkate Exchange, the show where we talk about electric skateboards, M boards, board bumpers, gecko derm, the convention, whatever else we're talking about in the eSkate industry. That's the show. Um, in the studio today, we've got Jacob, as always. Morning. And then we got Maddie back behind camera producing the show. And then we have Milo sitting here on the floor, just out of frame. So if you hear anything crazy, it's probably a dog. Um, as he licks himself he grooms himself yeah, yeah. Well, it's morning for him yeah too, so. he's yeah he's waking up too hey buddy um so anyways i just wanted to say welcome back to our regularly scheduled program as i as i promised we would come back and and, and talk about some things so what are we talking about now okay so we've got a few things um i have a couple things in in my mind that i want to talk about i don't have a, i swear i wrote, wrote it all down now I can't find where I wrote it down, so you know what? We're just gonna wing it, I guess. We had a good plan initially to like to write things down. We were gonna we were gonna make sure that we didn't forget because that because that last time with the thing that we forgot that we yeah. still can't remember. But, yep. Um. But anyways, I, I we remembered them though. We're gonna time. start recording our daily work sessions, and then like we'll just have to go back and be like, okay, I think it happened at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Let's go back and see what we were talking yep. about. We'll be building a board or whatever, and we'll go. We'll start this pretty deep conversation about a very specific topic and we'll go hold on this is a great podcast episode let's stop talking about it <laughs> so we never finish our conversation yeah, in real yeah. life and then we never yeah. remember to bring and it back up in the podcast i have had to on several occasions had to pull up the security camera footage in our warehouse <laughs> See, to find where y the two of you put things yeah. because you you're you forget that you said something that yes. someone stole this I'm like did someone steal it I don't someone know. stole it well, always I, I mean i've been here 15 minutes today i already lost my phone <laughs> i have no these, idea where my phone these is two together it's just oh i played gosh. with the dog God. mike said hey i'm ready when you are i said okay let's go i said well let me turn my phone off i have no idea where it is. no idea where it is it's yeah gone. maybe milo either. um so you were watching a different podcast um, where they were discussing purchasing first batch yeah. stuff. So, right. so take me through like that, that topic and like what, what they were saying. If you yeah, want to so talk, I, I don't know what podcast it was. I don't know if it matters. Um, no, I, I watched a little bit of it and it, um, I wouldn't say that it bothered me, but I just, I kind of lost interest. Um, you know, as, as an advocate or as, as an enthusiast or even as a fan, when somebody says don't buy first batch orders, it so really you're saying like it's a new product and this is the first right, go right. Around. So it's like whether it's whether the company is new to the market or this particular product is new to the market, um, you know the 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 conversation focused on not buying a first batch product, waiting for the bugs to be worked out. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, now I'll support you later so that I know I don't have any problems. I don't know. That just, it, uh, it rubbed me the wrong way in that we're constantly seeking the innovation. Right. We're either going to do it ourselves or we're counting on somebody else to do it. But then we throw up these roadblocks or these red flags and say, 
well, I don't know anything actually about it, and maybe you don't, so I'm not going to support you until somebody else, you know, helps. Right. Like, why would you not want to help with that versus just throwing your hands up? So, so I, 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 I kind of elaborate see, on kind of. I kind of see where people are coming from. They don't want to buy something new in case it just isn't quite right. However, on the flip side of that, if you never, if nobody, so if everybody also went right. by that same rule, we would never ever see anything new. No new companies would form. No innovation would ever occur right. because there's there would be no money. There would be no support for these new projects. So, of course, I'm biased. You're a little biased. We are consistently working on first batch things. We are consistently bringing new things to the market. Um, we're currently working on two brand new boards right now. Right. And those, I guess, will be considered first batch. Uh, now, of course, we learned a lot from our last boards but still it's still new it's a new design so of course there's going to be things we have to work out but if nobody wanted to take the leap of faith and like join us on this like project or mission it would never happen right and same thing and then you could say the same thing about all of these brands about LaCroix about Evolve about all these things if you if people didn't go huh this is really cool I, I like what this company is all about I'm right. going to support them if we all said well I'm going to wait till next round they would none of them would exist for for a second round to exist. It's it's you know it's just so tricky and you can argue it a million different ways and I'm sure that everybody that you know says don't do it they're gonna have the arguments but these are ours right right like, these are the way that we feel and that you know the the reality is we all get excited when you know there's a new part there's a prototype there's something cool coming out because we always want the innovation. Uh, but if we don't, as the enthusiasts or the serious users, try them first right. or buy them, I should say buy them first. Eastgate in the community has an absolutely disgusting, terrible habit of just wanting shit for free. Yep. Everybody just says, well, just give it to me. I'll do a YouTube review or, or some shit. Nope. And, and, you know, whatever. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. That I don't, I don't care enough to send it to you and say, here, make up a, a YouTube or like, right. you know, make a post for me. I'll send them to people because I'm like, I think you're going to destroy this part and I need to know what the limit is. Right. Right. Like that's why we send parts. That's more valuable to, to us than a shout right. out on Instagram. So the, the alternative is, okay, we don't do that. We just test it. We do what we want and we come to market and enthusiasts and, and followers and community goers, they don't go buy it. Well, who's going to buy it? new people right first time riders and then we're going to get feedback from first time riders and that's what we're going to have to go off of right oh this carbon fiber deck is too stiff it's carbon fiber dude right what do you expect you, you know like i wish it would go a little farther you only went 10 miles how do you how do you know you need to go you know so we don't we don't get the clear picture at that point of what is this product all about? It needs to be pushed. It needs to be pushed right. hard. I'm sorry if, if it does break, but that's what warranties are for. Yeah, you like know? that's the thing that, that I also don't understand. Like I wouldn't go first batch on something that doesn't carry a warranty. Right. Okay, that's a fair. But That's like that's called beta testing, and that's when a manufacturer is trying to dupe their customers. They put a product out that they say, you know, is, is new, it's great, but realistically they're just testing it and they're right. making you pay for it. Right. That's crap. Yeah, that's not That's fair. totally different. That's not cool. I, that's a whole I would different also conversation. Think that, like, if you were an early adapter of a product, like, that 
adopter. Adopter. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would think that you would Are receive, like... Are you an adapter? Like no, you're, <laughs> say you're not an early adapter. That'd be weird. I don't know. Um, if you... Whatever. If you get in early, I feel like a company would be more willing to listen to you. Oh, for sure. They're still in the stages of, you know, getting that product off the ground or in front of more people and they want it to be the best it can be. So I feel like your opinion matters a lot more when mm -hmm. when you're one of the first people to be experiencing when, it. When, when we first dropped the interstellar boards, we bent over backwards for all like for our first like 10 like buyers i guess or customers for that board just because like we knew that it was a brand new board there's gonna be a couple quirks that we needed right. to figure out um so we made sure like everything got handled like our our first iteration of motor mounts weren't the best we updated those um and of course we sent those all out to everybody but um you know it, it still worked out like we made sure everything got handled now for these new boards same different like same way like it, yes it's gonna be first batch but in reality though isn't all that like when does first batch end right like i i don't for us because like our volume is so weird you're gonna have a board that has first batch components of you know this is a first batch motor mount or drivetrain um or while having the third or fourth batch batteries well what so guarantees it's like, your next batches are any better right how do so, you know that the second third fourth like things sometimes get worse companies say yep. oh crap that didn't work you know we need to make a change they make a change and it's, it's not worse. always better sometimes right. it's worse or so, or sometimes just stuff gets like really stupid expensive overnight and you have to shift because there's right. no way to you there's no financial way to putting it in the boards anymore and you have to change things now we haven't had to do that um thankfully well, you, no you did because you went from your interstellar early on was an 18650 oh you're right and you then, were right Yep. batteries disappear and so you switch to a 40t so that meant you know realistically if most companies were going to change their entire battery structure they would just say oh crap we got to start over yeah and you figured out a way to work it all in together now mind you it was a fairly easy swap right but you know you still had to make sure the bms was correct ESC was going to handle everything. Everything still had to function properly right. before you could ship that out. You didn't just get a 40T battery in one day, throw it in and be like, well, we'll see how this goes. I can tell you this. Our first our first uh, interstellar we sent would have been a Fox Box and a 10S4P 30Q uh, pack. Right. Now, if you want to compare that to what's shipping now, is a 12S3P. P42A flexible pack, which much better pack, right? With a storm core, so it's like the internals have completely changed. And at this point, I think we're on to our newer motors too, right? So like all of our electronics have been completely changed as of um, you know last couple months, just because we're just slowly like I'm yeah, not. So a, what batch is that? You know, who, like because like, it's uh, like when does it when does it start? When does it end? So, when do you trust a also, company? Also, that, that's exactly what we designed those boards to be able to do, which was to adapt to different parts right. and right. different things. Like Mike always compared it to Tesla because yep. he follows that company very closely. Uh, I know Tesla inside and out. I know Tesla pretty, I'm, I invest in Tesla. I own a Tesla. I'm just very, I follow Tesla very closely. And what you'll realize is I just figured it out. That's what your kid's name is going to be. Isn't it? Oh, geez. <laughs> no. Oh, I got it. Nailed it. Um, so Tesla, you know, you'll buy a 2019 Tesla, but the 2019s and 2020s are the exact same cars. 
Um, and actually in early 2019 versus a late 2019 can be drastically different, not drastically, but what they do is they do small incremental changes randomly. They don't have a 2019 model and a 2020 model. Like every other legacy auto brand has, well, this is our 2019 and then our 2020 looks so much for different. Like five years until they revamp it, you yeah. know, and it's just like long drawn out process. Right. So like every year though, every year without fail, there's something different about all these different cars, but Tesla's like, nope, like randomly in the middle of 2019 they changed their usb ports um in the back from usb like a to usb c but that's but they just <gasps> oh no crazy you know but it was a small thing later they you know they changed the center console to a instead of a flip up top it was like a slide top but and but the year of the car didn't change so my point is like they've changed their cars so like now if you look at a 20 like 17 versus 2022 like the internals like I mean, yeah, they look pretty much the same, but a lot of the finishes are, are very different. You can right. clearly tell that there's been updates. It's a newer car. It should be. Right. You know. But what's interesting is is if you just looked at every single iteration of that, of, you know, they've changed the car 50 times in the last five years. Um, you really wouldn't notice it, you know, from iteration to iteration. But when you look at the, the most recent batch compared to the first batch, yeah, they're pretty different. And that's, yeah. I think that's how our boards have but started but out, too. But they're still the same still the same car, car whereas like other companies other car companies specifically but also other board companies if they're going to make a change about the board like even if it's minor they probably would just call it a new version well mm -hmm. think about it like this if you want to take, take a look whatever. at like right. just to stay in the car industry the corvettes right you take a look at what's the new corvette now it looks like a freaking supercar compared to now i could be wrong maybe these are two different versions of the corvette but as far as i knew like the newest ones look like Freaking Ferraris. Yeah. What's and then crazy, the other though, ones looked like traditional looking yeah, Corvettes. It's crazy. I mean, not to get too, I'm a huge Corvette fan. I've owned them. Like, I love them. But if you actually put those side by side, a uh, real rendering of it, they're only different by like six inches. They've, they've completely changed what's under the skin. Right. The engine went from the front to the back. But if you actually line up the rendering, the nose got shorter by like six inches and the mm. rear got longer by just that much. And the entire profile of the car is almost identical. Really? It's crazy. I just think their lines it are It looks wild now. and you're like, whoa. Yeah, it does. It looks way more intense. Right. But, you know, it kind of kept some of those same features. So, okay, we'll circle it all the way back around. First batch. First batch yeah, is sorry. you're a brand new company. Yep. You came out with a board and you said this is... This is us, right? right? That's your first batch. That's your first shot. Mm -hmm. Everything you do after that is no longer first batch. Right. You redo it, you update, you come out with a whole new version. Look, you've proved yourself. You've built it. You've already gone through the process. You should not, every single car, every single board you come out with, you don't have to prove yourself. Right. There can be issues. That's okay. We, like... We need those as OEMs just as much as, as people riding them, you know, need to experience. Like, I, nobody wants you to experience failure, but it's inevitable that there is a percentage, you know, of failure everywhere, yeah. everything you do in life. Well, and there's every single component of every board of every manufacturer has some type of failure rate. Some percent of them fail, especially speed controllers. And there's just so there's hundreds, if not I don't even know. Yeah. It can be as There's, simple as vibration as as a wire coming loose that then shorts a you know like there's so many variables that right. come into play. If the design is crap, then 
Well, yeah. You're you're just an idiot for buying it. You didn't do enough research. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Just you 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 should be knowledgeable. But you know, to to just say wait and wait. You know, I don't want to buy a two year old car that's brand new. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So it came out in 2015, but I can get it in 2020 and it's still brand new. Yeah, I want that. No, bro, I want the 2020 that came right. out yesterday. Right. I don't care who else has had it. Like, that's the excitement. I want to be the first. Yeah. We we should want to be the first. If we don't, uh, there's no innovation. Right. Man. We're not going anywhere. Right. We're all yeah. going to be riding the same thing because, like, right. well, we all know that this works. We'd all be on boosters, which... If you look at the $700 market, they all look like a boost. Yeah. You know, they all do. So. Right. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. So, uh, anyway, to that, to the idea that you shouldn't support first batch stuff. Uh, honestly, you got, first of all, there's people who are just fans of, of companies who will buy the first batch of everything and everything. Yep. Because they just, they just want to support. And to those people, you guys are the ones that make it happen. Yep. 100%. <laughs> For real. Um, you know. Then, they, then you got Kickstarters and stuff, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, those are the people, those people buy into the brand, you know, like right. it's not just you just want to ride a board and you want to buy everything on the market, go for it, man. Do, do your thing. But like some people just support brands, which is nice, right? Um, so I'm getting a phone call, that's okay, I'm not gonna answer it. Um, so next topic, kind of about first batches, yeah. right? So as you guys know, you got, we've been talking about it a lot. We were working on a carbon fiber board that'll hold the 12 SAP storm core. It'll, you know, it's, we're kind of calling it the, the Hadian with twice the battery for less money. Um, we discovered something relatively big. So we got my first sample a while ago and I've been writing that sample. That's my personal board. I've been, you know, beating the hell out of it for the last little while. I mean, I feel like I've, I took it to Catalina rode monster Hills over there. I just yep. took it to wetlands a couple of days ago. We're going out to red rock now tomorrow. Um, or I guess this morning as this podcast comes out. Um, and it's been great. So I, we ordered, but a couple of the finishes were just, you know, some, just some cosmetic stuff that needed to get fixed. So we order, we send in some corrections. We ordered two more, three more, uh, samples only two of them arrive because of whatever i think they honestly think they messed Logistics one of them up crap. i think they uh yeah. i think they probably scratched one of them and didn't want to send it or something um but so we built up the second board so we actually have two identical boards and put the lid on it and i go to stand on it and i hear and i'm like huh i'm not a very heavy person i'm like 180 pounds sounded like a bag of popcorn sounded not right so then i, I stood on it more I just hear like cracking and I'm just like, but I don't see anything. Like I just hear it and I'm like, is it the lid? Is it like the hardware settling? Like what is, what is happening? Cause we knew, cause we had a, um, so that, in, that deck is a 12 S eight P fit. Yeah. We only had a four P battery in it. So we did have there is some empty space. Yeah. We had quite a bit of styrofoam just to kind of fill in the dead space. So right. when you stood on the enclosure, it didn't just cave in. So right. like those were, the first things we, of course. Thought. So the plan is, though, we will offer this board with a 12S4P option, um, but we will have like inner. No styrofoam. No we'll foam. Have, we'll we'll have, have like a nicer support system, whether it be like a legitimate foam insert that's meant to be there or um, like some kind of support in there. 
and then and and also this in this these second batches they didn't give me pure carbon fiber lids they gave me carbon fiber and fiberglass lids so they were way flimsier than they were supposed to be so i figured okay maybe it's the lid i don't know so we, we pulled the pure carbon fiber lid off my board that's been riding really well put it on this new board stood on it and i'm s still hearing cracking and i'm like yeah. what the hell like i don't i don't understand what's going on so i go back you know i'm looking at both of them unfortunately like um they're both built boards slightly different set setups so i can't even just weigh the boards to see if there's any differences in weight or anything like that so i'm trying to think and i'm like well huh like i'm wondering if when they sent me these lesser lids, I, so they were supposed to send me full carbon fiber lids and they sent me carbon fiber and fiberglass lids, which for anyone who doesn't know, fiberglass is, you get similar results uh, aesthetically with fiberglass, um, but it's not nearly as strong as carbon it's fiber. It's like a filler. It's a filler. So you can add it. It's like an additive. You can add it to carbon fiber to make your carbon fiber material last longer without spending the money, which again is in in some applications is totally acceptable um in some applications where maybe it's like an enclosure where you don't need the strength you just want the look and you know save some money don't pass it all the way on to your customers that makes sense but in the in the aspect of a deck where it needs to be strong that's not that's not okay so anyways i was pretty upset about the lids coming in that incorrect but i was like you know what again they're samples like not the end of the world whatever the deck's a little flimsier than I'd like it to be. Well, you know, we can add supports from the bottom. Not a huge deal. We'll move on. Well, but now my deck is like starting to sound wrong too. So I'm like, I wonder if, you know, my first deck, you know, because I asked for pure carbon fiber for our deck. So, you know, I'm sitting here. Okay, maybe the first one's the pure carbon fiber we asked for. And the second one's like, I don't know, filled with fiberglass or even got foam in it, like foam filled. So then we're like, okay, um, you know, we're stepping on this this second built one, and it's still we're still hearing these sounds. And then we have uh, another deck that's nothing's in it at all. It's totally clear, totally empty, but from the same batch as our as our bad deck. And we're like, you know what? Let's let's break this thing. Let's <laughs> let's stand on it. Hey, Jacob. Come yeah. Over here. So yeah, like that's the thing is Jacob has stood on my board that I ride, and it's fine. Like I'm, a good, I'm a good like because what you, you weigh line like tester. you're six five. When I'm loaded up, it's two fifty easy, and I and I ride what I think is fairly hard. I'm right. not light on a skateboard, right? That's so sure. you stand on my current board, it's fine, no issues. Um, but you stand on this new one that's built up, and again, it's like it's just like clearly flexing more. Right. It's carbon, and it's not supposed to do that. Right, not supposed to flex. It was like an in between of like a bamboo. And it's a weird. Carbon. It was really. It weird. was so strange. But you could we sort of bounce on it a little, but not. It yeah. didn't sound. It good wasn't quite. It. it wasn't right. <laughs> so so we are all right. Let's go into the office. We'll set up the empty board on like a stack of wheels where the <laughs> nose is. Sketchy. I walk out into the warehouse. and They're like, "We're gonna break this thing open." Of like, all the things that we have okay. available to us, we picked these. Two, we picked wheels to try to balance on. Well, I, yeah. I kind of like, pictured them like sawing it open or something. To yeah, find we, out what we was could have inside, done that. But then they're but like, they're like, let's just stack this up and jump on it. I'm well, like, oh boy, we didn't, okay. <laughs> we, we didn't want to necessarily saw it open. We wanted to know realistically how much actual yeah, force it happen? took to break it for real. Right. Yeah. And, um, and where and it would where break. it would break we wanted to know like because we, we propped him up right where the trucks would be mounted so that's the same pressure it's the same leverage that the deck would have and of course 
as we all know of all these, you know, these bottlenose deck shapes, of course, the weakest part is the neck. That's True. just how that's how physics work. That's the thinnest part. That shoulder, really. shoulder, yeah. yeah, neck, shoulder. So Why, we call it like a body. So we started bouncing on it. We can hear cracking. We can't see anything. We hear it. We hear it, and then we're like, "All right, let's start just, just <laughs> jumping on it." They're holding hands for balance and jumping on this yeah. board. <laughs> so, so in this finally, room. In so this room. right here, right here, right here. Yeah, so finally, Jacob just does. Mike, get out of the way. Get he out said, of the way. Okay, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump Jacob on it. Jacob hadn't jumped I'm going for it. So yet. Jacob jumps what one foot in the air, if that. If that. My feet were like it was as high as I could jump. I was maybe three inches off. The yeah. Board. So he, <laughs> come, he goes up and then down and goes. Yeah. Finally, deforms the whole deck, breaks it. Still can't quite see inside of it yet. Right. So we continue to jump on it, can jump on it, and finally we can get the nose to totally break open and look inside. And sure as shit, it is filled with foam. Yeah. So I was Fuck like. Me what the hell like we've been asking for pure carbon foam filled is not pure carbon i'm sitting there at the convention saying yep these are all f fully pure carbon they someone asked uh, you know uh so and so did i can't remember what company it was but so and so theirs is you know foam filled is yours foam filled i said nope ours is full carbon sitting there talking like i you know 100% like i know what i'm talking about well, that was our understanding. That was our understanding. I asked for pure carbon. So now I went back to our supplier. I have been talking to them. So what it's, And we did some research. Upon further research, every freaking carbon fiber board has got foam in it. Yeah, it, not so uncommon. Not yeah, uncommon not at so all. Sure. And it actually seems like it's almost an essential part of the assembly process. Yeah, depending on sort of the style, you know, of what you're looking at, it, yep. it definitely seems that... You know the the carbon fiber has to be shaped around something. So right. you can you can go wood, you can go styrofoam, which seems to be kind of more common. But you know there is an element of how much do you know how much is used of one? Because if you use more styrofoam, you have less carbon fiber. If you use more carbon fiber, of course you have less yeah. styrofoam. Well, it's not quite styrofoam. It's like this yeah, high density. Yeah. It is stronger, but still, it's, it's not. It's very firm. It's very firm. Right. It's very. Like it's very hard. hard. Yeah. But still, though, the so so then I'm like, so I went back to our supplier and I said, what? Think surfboard, right? Like a surfboard yes. is styrofoam, uh, right? Under underneath. Under, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it again, it's not a surfboard. It's not the same material, right. but the same concept so my point is there's nothing so like all these big brands all these luxury brands these nice carbon fiber boards there's nothing wrong with their decks that that they have foam in them because we did some legitimate research all these brands use foam they all do so so that kind of i talked myself off a ledge a little bit because i thought you know see the issue with with working with vendors and suppliers is you ask for a sample right and they make a beautiful pristine the best they can sample for you and the moment you actually buy a full batch of them, that same attention is not given to each and every one of them. So you get potentially subpar products after your beautiful sample that you love so much. So that's what I'm thinking originally. I'm like, oh, great. They made this awesome sample. Now they're trying to see what they can get away with. They're trying to see if I'll complain about the carbon fiber and fiberglass lids. They're trying to see if I'll complain about a foam-filled deck. Well, so I went back to them and, and asked. I said, hey, are these decks pure carbon? And she goes, yes. I said, there's no other material inside the go. She goes, well, no, there's foam. I said, why? About to get on a plane and I said, some ass I said, well, why is there foam inside? I said, we asked for pure carbon. So now I'm like understanding. And now I'm learning that pure to them is pure carbon with foam, not pure, not carbon and fiberglass with foam. Right. So that is where their miscommunication occurred. I said, well, 
why so what's the difference between our first deck and our last two decks that suck and she said no they're made the exact same way i said that can't it can't be right bullshit there's no way so so now we're at the point where i believe they were made the same way but i don't believe the ratio of carbon fiber to foam was the same i believe they used a lot more foam I'm sorry. I use. I believe they used a lot more carbon fiber in my original board than they did in these in the new second boards. So, and once we broke it open, you could see that there's like the wall of the outer wall of the entire deck is actually relatively thin. It actually is remarkable yeah. how little carbon fiber there is in these decks compared to you know the foam inside. So the problem is I'm not going to break open my only good deck to see and to compare you know, how much carbon's in that one compared to how much carbon's in this one. So now we're at the point where we have to try to quantify what a reasonable and acceptable thickness, like wall thickness for these decks are um, to the point where they're actually strong. Because I'm at the point where I don't mind there's foam in them because realistically upon our research, if it is pure carbon, one, they are so expensive, you'd never ever be able to sell them to a customer ever. I mean, you would, but it'd be like thousand dollar decks, and like that's not what we're doing. Right. Um, um, or um, or they have foam to make them lighter. Oh, so yeah, so they're a thousand dollars, but they're really heavy. Or you put foam in them; they're a little bit cheaper, and not even cheaper. They're just actually affordable and doable. Like I'm right. not trying to pinch pennies. Like we're not at that. We're trying to make it possible, right? Carbon um, fiber is light because it's usually able to be thin. Right, right. Right. So that's usually so. So when we say carbon fiber is very heavy, like it is very heavy. When you have that many layers, you have that much of, of carbon fiber, it is going to be right. heavy. There, there's no doubt about it. it. Carbon fiber becomes light because you can use less of it usually. So that's right. Yeah, like thinner layer. Yeah, and it is light when you compare it to metals and stuff. But it gets right. heavy compared to wood, right? Um, and other things like that. So, anyways, um, so we're at the point where we're just trying to figure out, um. You know, how, what's the acceptable thickness, wall thickness is? And, I, and I'm trying to explain, like, what wall thickness is. But I guess if you were to take our board and you did a cross-section of it, of the nose, you'd see an outline of carbon, and then you'd see the center core, uh, core of foam. And yeah. we're just trying to figure out how thick that wall well, needs to it's be. It's almost like they make the deck in foam and then yeah. surround Like a mini in, version. Yeah, yeah. so, they, so they sent me photos of this foam insert they make, and it's literally a like a shrinked version of your deck completely made out of foam that they now insert into your carbon fiber mold, and then they layer the whole thing with right. carbon, which is awesome. But I, but they need to shrink that foam more so there's more carbon is is where we're at. So now the only issue we have to come up with now is quantifying that. What what is the like? I'm trying to figure out how to explain to them how much carbon is acceptable, how much is not, and then we also need to test these boards in house somehow without actively breaking them all. So yeah, so we're trying to figure that out. Yeah, they're going to have to do a jump test. Yeah, so, right. So, like, and that's what needs to happen. But I don't want to do a jump test, hear a crack, but don't see anything, and then still receive it. Yeah. So, I don't know what what the plan is yet. Um, Honestly, if they could just, and I hope they keep record, if they have record of of how much weight in carbon went into our first board compared to our second boards, um, we'll be fine. I think think it's quantified as, like, layers. Right. So, we'll look at you know how that works out and then and then there was a design change we were looking at by changing the nose to have like no 
foam at all. Yes. Keeping the nose and the shoulder. So really just like the, let's call it like a subframe of the board. Yep. So basically where the battery enclosure is and then the rails, you know, those are weight saving. Not that there's not strength required there, but the carbon fiber in itself is plenty the, strong. Well, so you you let's put it this way. The carbon's all. not breaking in the center of the board. No, it no, never, no. boards do not break in the center. It's not really a weak spot. No, honestly. it's the necks, it's the shoulders. That's where it breaks. Every time, every time you, if, any, you, if you talk to anyone that's broken, like their trucks clean off their board, it always happens, or if they've broken their board at all, it always happens at that neck right there. So that's where we're thinking, Let's go pure just in that area, or at least triple or quadruple the layer. Right. Just hella, he like really. Because they have to still be able to mold and like yeah. work with the shape. So there's going to have to be something that they'll be able to use. But yep. it might even be a, a thin like veneer strip of wood that right. like, they're just able to use that to build off of. And right. you know, like there's we have options. Yep. So uh, so it's trickier, right? Yep. Because we you go to to a manufacturer and. You expect all these things they tell you they can do, but like there is this, this is the part that's fun, exciting, but extremely difficult because the time that it takes. Yeah. The issue the money is that goes into it right now. There's no return on anything you do. Nothing. Every, no. Everything we do right now costs money. Is it pretty much a waste of money? And, and we're just crossing our fingers that these fuckers are going to get it right. 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 Like, well, if they I, don't get it right. You you don't get a dollar back. No, that and that's the thing is like a lot of these samples, like, first of all, they take usually a month to make. Mm -hmm. And then it's like every time a sample comes back wrong, it pushes our release date a month. And we've decided, you know, I was like, you know, we'll, we'll try to get this board out by April. Oh, we'll try to get it out by May. Now we're at the point where like we're not setting a release date. We are just going to come out with it when it's ready. And that's kind of what Metro Board's been doing. They've been working on a board for like two years, but it's going to be phenomenal. Like, right. it's just going to be perfect. Yeah, I mean, I wish we'd have done this with the decks a month or two ago, but the reality right. was we needed and we wanted uh, visuals at for the, the convention. convention. Right. So um, we did not have that board ready to ride, and we never intended to. It was really just a dummy board. It didn't mm. have... I had my personal board out right, there to ride, right. but that was it. The other one was not. It had like dummy electronics in it. And then the third one just was an enclosure. Yeah, right? no, it was we, just empty. Yeah. People could see the inside. So uh, we definitely weren't trying to dupe anybody and we, would, we wouldn't have, you know, put that board on the road either way, but it would have been nice if no, we had known. I definitely did tell people, though, that our boards were going to be full carbon all the way through, no foam, and that was uh, not accurate. So yeah. the good news is I didn't put it on the website. We didn't sell it as that. We just told a handful of people in passing, like at the convention, that that's what our plan was. But uh, upon We're, further review, that's yeah. no longer the plan. And you're you're getting into a whole new world. So like you're yeah. learning so much. You you haven't you know been in the carbon fiber, you know industry. So it's it's it is still a learning process yep. for both of us. So um, the good news is we know like the I am super super thankful that when we stepped on that board that it was weak because now we know that this is something to really watch for. It wasn't like taking our supplier, our manufacturer's, um, you know, word for it because they don't really know. Like they do know, like they do make skateboard decks. Like they, that's what they do. But right. still though, um, we were able to experience that problem for ourselves before we made 50 of them or a hundred of them. We were able to do, okay, we've only made three so far. Good. Now that we know this is a problem, this should never happen again. Yeah. Um, and the only like, so we're trying to figure out also how we could potentially test the density of our decks 
like with some kind of commercial scanner some i don't know how we will do it hopefully it's yeah, there's the like, thing. there's like density like density scanners x-ray scanners we used to use them a lot um in my previous jobs but um the question will just be you know finding one that can grab mm. foam and carbon fiber but realistically like i think we can just weigh them they can see everything and and i you could weigh it but like you'd have to know that the foam and the fi- and the carbon don't weigh the same well right so if they do then it You've well, they mu- they the must foot. they must weigh different because you know the foam is supposed to be weight saving, right. so it must be lighter. But you again, we'll so. have to figure but then that if out. If they threw fiberglass in it, and you don't know it. So like, there's again, there's there's we just yeah. need to look at it and see, you know, what the overall construction is without yeah. sawing this board in forty right. different spots because that that's not realistic. Right. But you know what's interesting though is I I think realistically. We can when you step on a board for the first time, I I, on a, I know it's not scientific, but the sound it makes is very telling. Yes. So like before every board goes out, just gonna step on the board. Yep. You know, do a little couple hops. And knowing the different difference between the deck making a sound and your trucks and pivot cups, right, right, because right. those inevitably are noisy. <laughs> right. Like, so, um, I, I think honestly, every board that goes out, you just step on it give it a couple hops you can visually see if there's flex or not i honestly at that point you're probably pretty safe especially when you add in that we're going to be strengthening up those weak spots already i think we're going to be fine yeah i think we've added a layer of qc in that you know if we can get this to where the scanner is able for us you know we're able to use it Mm -hmm. we can qc every deck that comes in right away right as soon as it comes off we QC it. We say, "Yep, this one at least checks the first box off the list." Right, and we can go build it. Yep. So, so we'll we'll figure out an actual QC process for that. But I, I'm excited to show you because, like, I wanted to like be pretty open and upfront about like the I wouldn't. I mean, I would say it's a little bit of a, a set, it's a setback, not a failure. It's actually we got great, I guess, data from that. Like, we got a great experience to learn. Um, hopefully, this whole experience saves someone from major injury because now we know that we're looking for something very specific yeah um, we're gonna go out of our way to ensure that the decks are stronger than they were before so you know i don't know like i, I i'm, I'm kind of thankful for the experience it sucks because it cost me a lot of money and time but like elon tesla right it's uh, failure. yeah I, failure is part of the process yep. and you you don't succeed until you're confident and everything is right so yeah we, we were discussing whether or not we wanted to talk about it in the podcast we were worried that people would uh, by telling this for people to be worried about buying our new board because, oh, that, you know, I heard they broke and I heard that the decks were bad. I, I mean, it but lined, then yeah. we discussed it and we were like, you know what, though? I, you know, if we discuss it and we were upfront about it, I think people would respect the idea of like being straight up and like people now that we know about it, obviously it won't have like it shouldn't happen now. So, you know, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how, yeah. you know, what, what do you guys think about the process? I don't know. We're just trying to like keep you guys included on the whole process. I know there's a bunch of you guys really waiting for this board to come out, but we want to just kind of keep you in the loop and kind of keep you filled in on like where we're at in production. And I don't know. It's kind of weird, but we'll see. We'll be all right. Yeah. So I think that's the, the main thing as far as production goes. That's the only thing. Um, battery production is slowly ramping um well, the whole time st- we're doing a whole nother deck on the side and in an enclosure <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the whole time <laughs> yeah and the whole time we're doing this 
we're trying to get our bamboo deck done with an enclosure. And that's been really tricky because we're trying to get a, um, we're trying to get a enclosure that's flexible. So I had already right. designed one and I had gotten a sample made and like the moment, like literally the moment I even, first of all, if this tells you anything, I ordered four of them and I think all four of them showed up broken. Yeah. Like in some way or somehow. So I'm like, okay, well, that's not good. <laughs> like if it can't even survive shipping here, then how is it going to survive on like a on a board? So back to the drawing board on that one. We're trying to figure out, I'd love to use Kydex. I'd really like that material. Um, but we're trying to figure out how we're going to vacuum form it potentially here in the U S. So I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, ultimately the best way of doing it, I think would be injection molding, but that mold is going to cost probably three to four thousand dollars. So uh, sometimes the hard part is making it look pretty too. Yeah, you know, injection molding kind of like, sucks sometimes. It'll just look like your Tupperware up there, you know, yeah. like it's just a box. Right. Goes on a board. So the reason why I really like vacuum forming is because the molds are so cheap that we can we get to make changes. Yeah. Like we get to go, okay, well, that was fun for for fifty units. Let's <laughs> change this. And let's change this. And every month we could change it. And because the molds are like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. It's usually a CNC piece of like wood or plastic where they just, it's really cheap. Whereas um, when you do plastic injection molding, it's this gigantic like steel like frame yeah, and all like it's insane. There, yeah. So it's like you, you don't get the luxury of changing things um, on the fly like we do now. Like it's awesome. Like making uh, enclosure samples is actually really cheap because... Well, it's not cheap. I mean, it still costs a lot of money. You know, $400 for one enclosure is expensive for, for you to go, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> but what's nice is once you are in production, once you are in production with an enclosure, to be able to make changes every quarter or every couple months to make to refine it here and there, that's really nice. That luxury is really nice to have. Um, and I guess maybe that's where the buying a first batch thing comes into play is sometimes it's later on you do get, you know, nicer refinements and stuff that you maybe not wouldn't get in the yeah. first place. Maybe, maybe, maybe though, but maybe, maybe right? Go, right or, maybe. or the alternative is like they just change the whole thing, right? And you, you don't know, like you, anymore. And then every year you turn into, uh, you have like Apple, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Great. I just bought this thing. Now there's a new one next year, and it's gonna look the same. I just bought this one. Now there's a new one next year, and it's like every time it gets like, right? We're not. We would love for you guys to buy every single board that goes out of here, and, that's and for everybody silly. to try it. But that's it's not the reality. Your business model is that look, buy one board and just upgrade the shit out of it until yep. you're tired of it or, you know, until you're ready for the next one. That's right. this platform that you're going to be putting under people's feet is going to allow them, you know, to have something that's lightweight that goes 25 miles. Or if they want to build a tank, like I, I want to build this thing with the 8P in it, like just monstrous, yep. just make this thing ridiculous and go play on it. So. Yeah. So we're working on it, guys. I know that everyone's like really excited about we, these new boards. You but. you had very um, high expectations on your timeline, and I kind of like didn't really say much. But hey, you, you know, this dude was trying to have this board ready by the end of March. He's like, ah, oh, we'll get it out by the convention. I'm like in my head, I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Like I'm I'm looking more like June. I think June. July. I think June's really realistic. Yeah, I, I think, think it is. I think June for sure with the carbon fiber July. Uh, We'll see how the bamboo goes. The bamboo could actually happen very fast. Yeah. But I don't think that's your flagship. So I don't know that we'll see. So that as a complete the, the idea is the bamboo version will end up replacing the interstellar. That'll right. be our new interstellar. 
Then our carbon fiber board will be our endurance. Nice. That's our newest board. Um, and, and there'll be two different boards, pretty much the same. I mean, the internals are a lot of them are the same. Um, but they're just two different boards. We'll update the interstellar to be a completely, it's going to be one hell of a refresh because it's going to look completely different. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be. That will be like a 2.0, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be like interstellar 2.0. Like it's different enough. Like I think when we make changes and they're just like replacements, pretty direct yeah. replacements, then it doesn't require. Yeah, I think we're change, on version 1.5 right now. Yeah. yeah. Every time we 1. change, four nine two. Every time we change any components <laughs> out, we update we update the change log. But um, net when we come out with this new board, which honestly it comes down to the enclosure, and that's pretty much it. I mean, once we get that nailed down, um, then I need to just do a run of decks, and we're ready to rock. So um, there's actually a deck company here in Las Vegas that makes decks. Yep. So I might reach out to them to see if they can help because it'd be really awesome to get decks made locally. Um, but we'll figure it out. I don't know. Um, so anyway, that's a major update on our on our boards. Like I think uh, I I don't know if I was planning on talking about these boards the entire time, but you know what? I, I think this will be interesting for some of you guys who've been following the project. Um, I know some of you. I know like Anthony is like shaking. Yeah. He wants a board so bad, but I, you know what? Though I'm super happy I didn't give him one of these. So uh, well, Anthony will probably end up with one before we release one before we release it. I'd like to give like a handful of like super fans i guess or whatever you want to call them um i'd like to give them the opportunity to buy a board before we release right just so we can give them like super special attention okay. on like getting feedback and stuff but um we'll see because i don't want to give them a bit a beta board that's not okay no. but i do want to give them maybe like a like just an early release unit that you know maybe maybe has a couple finishing things that aren't right. quite there or something i don't know but i'd like to get them into people's hands and then you know, hear what they have to say and stuff, but we'll figure it out. If you're interested in that, let me know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, we'll we'll see. But uh, anyways, thank you for watching. Thank you guys. Yeah, if you guys, yeah. hey, if you guys have been following Gecko Derm, we've been kind of quiet there, but it's because there's a lot going on behind. We have to update the website. We have probably ten or twelve new skins that are out. So yep. if, if you haven't seen it on our website and you're still looking for one for your boards, message us. We might have it already. Right. It's just not listed on the website. Between the convention and board bumpers, Gagoderm and M boards, it just gets gets to be a lot. So we're we're learning uh, a better schedule to you know make time for everything. I'm at uh, I think I'm gonna do 75 hours here this week. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That which doesn't is unfortunate. Me. Yeah, but, um, not including time at home I spend. Right, <laughs> which sucks. But. I would say I was working till like 10:30 last night at home Where, under a yeah. little spotlight. Gekoderm yeah. on a board, but you know we we fucking love it, man. Yeah, so no, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it. We're no not complaining, complaints. but just if if you if you have a question, buzz us social media, hit us on the emails anywhere. Uh, we're responding. We're we're still here. Yeah, we just haven't. Things just are uh, a little slow. updated. The part that makes us money, but you know <laughs> life goes on. Yeah. What, right. What are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, anyway, got get. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you for watching. I appreciate you guys, you know, always, every week, you're all here. So it's it's pretty good. Yeah, give us some questions for next week. Yep. We're back on schedule, so. Yep, we'll have, an, we'll have a program. Yeah, we'll have a regular podcast again next week. So any questions, topics, anything you guys want to talk about, like I'd like for you guys to participate in the show as much as possible. So, um, you know, drop those in the comments below, and uh, we will it see will you We'll be next awake week. for it. Yeah, it'll be in the afternoon. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you, we'll see you next week. Peace. Yeah.